Welcome back, Panther fans. My name is David Brown, along with Ryan Graham. Hey, y'all. Tim Thurber. Hello. And this is State of Atlanta. Welcome back, guys. How's it going? Doing well. Doing well. Excellent. Happily, happy belated Father's Day to you, Ryan. Oh, appreciate it. Happy belated Father's Day to you, David. Yeah, yeah. Did you guys do anything for Father's Day at all? Uh, we spent the weekend at my grandpa's house in Athens, pretty Excellent. much. My my dad was down from Kentucky, so uh, and then uh, my my brothers graduated from high school, so that's what we did. Oh, excellent! That's good. Yeah, good time. Good time. Yeah, uh, we didn't do anything other than stick around the house and grill some steaks, some massive oh, steaks. Yeah, I saw those though. They were they were beautiful. Yeah, that was my Father's Day gift was the ability to grill, take some time away from the kids and grill some steaks. So uh, I am not complaining whatsoever at all. Did you finish the steak? That's the question. Did take two sittings, but uh, Uh, I did consume the entire thing without giving any to the kids. Kim gave some to the kids. What? I don't like wasting wasting good food on on children. The second time. The the reheated reheated steak got served. Okay. So a portion of it did at least. So... Uh, welcome, Max. Welcome, Susan. Yeah. Uh, Tim, how was your week? Did you get into anything? Do anything? Some pool time on Sunday. I'll take that any day. Excellent. Was it? Yeah. What's it? What's the pool situation at like now at the place? Is like, are they like doing? Like, my friend up in like East Cobb, it's um, like reservation only, and you can't bring guests and stuff like that. Uh, no guests, but um, no reservations. They have, you know pairs of chairs and each pair is six feet apart. You're not supposed to move them. Right. And if you're just one person, you have two chairs, which is fine. How wasted do you get at your pool time? Do you just go out there in the sun, let it beat down on you and just get smashed? Cause that's what I like to do. Um, it depends on the week. This week was not that way, but yes, in the past, it's been a exciting pool slash go downstairs to the pantry in Publix and get more alcohol and beer. Excellent. Yeah. I feel like, back up. I feel like pool time is just like pre-gaming or like, you know, practicing for tailgating time, right? Like, you know, yeah. see what you can do, how much heat you can take, how much drink you can take. And if you're running out, then that's either means that you're doing a good job or you're a poor planner. <laughs> or both. You never know. Or, or both. All right. So, uh, well, let's kind of get into it. Um, so, I was thinking about this today. Actually, I went for a walk this morning to kind of clear my head. I don't know. and. Um, I talked to a neighbor and he was like, you know, we're not going to have football. I don't think it's happening. And I just got really irritated. I feel like people are speaking definitively on whether or not college football is happening. And of course, no one knows. And we don't even know if the people in charge have any clue, but I'm just so sick and tired of people being one way or the other. And I admit that I came on here and said, it's happening. I get it, but this is a college sports podcast. So I'm allowed to do that, but it just, irritates me how many people are so like just adamant like it's not happening we're not gonna have college football i think the thing is is that like people should you know trust people like you and me and tim who are actually paying attention to it weekly and talking about it weekly because we have the incentive to sort of look around and see what different points people are making so that we can like at least make an educated guess, you know? So says the guy that came on here and said, just to pre- preface, I prepared for this. Not at all. I've got no notes. I got no idea. <laughs> I mean, I'm so, so to be clear, I mean, I listen to you talk about it every week and um, I assume you did all that stuff. I said, <laughs> you know, I really do the bare bones for this whole thing. Like I just, uh, I do my regular internet browsing and every once in a while I remember or try to write some stuff down. But, uh, Max says it's not happening. I, I don't, I just don't think, I think it is no matter what. But why not? But why not? That's what I want to know. Why I, do you think it won't happen? Yeah, We'll let her answer that. But I, I think, yeah. I think, you know, the, the, the only thing that is up in the air is whether there's fans or not, or how many fans there are. And that's my go-to response is it's going to happen, but we just don't know whether or not there'll be fans are there. And it'll play like the exact schedule that's currently, out there but um tim how about you i mean like have you had these conversations with just people at the pool or all the all the socializing that you're doing in this uh, pandemic yeah actually the people at the pool do talk to you now because everyone's like distancing no one's being able to like that is socialization you get to see other people in this communal area but you're still distanced from each other um 
I think, you know, I've heard mixed things. I think overall, I think college football get it done with or without fans. Right. I, like, even with all the positives, obviously we'll talk about that in a bit. Yeah, yeah. Well, I like, mean, my thing, we'll work through it. I think this is a way of, like, looking at life, not to be some kind of, like, counselor or anything, but – do you want like if, if you're a passionate college football fan, do you want to live the next couple of months just believing that it's not gonna happen, meaning you've got another seven or eight months of you know of no sports leading into waiting for the next season to start? Like that's just a lot of pessimism. Like I'm gonna believe I would rather believe it's gonna happen and then deal with the fallout if it doesn't or if it's changed or something, than just deal with it being all being all bummed out that it's not gonna be there and talking negatively about every aspect. Just, this day and age, there's too much negativity going on in every aspect of news and entertainment and sports. Let's just let's look for the best and and hope it happens. Um, that's my soapbox. With that said, there's 74 days until college football returns. <laughs> I still just think what? there's too much money involved. They just they're just not going to kill. They're not going to get rid. Of, I mean, and, and the money is in the TV deal. So it's right, like, right. why would they not do it? Although I did see an article today that said that Tuscaloosa. I mean, in Tuscaloosa is a small town. Outside of the university, there's absolutely nothing in Tuscaloosa. And that the right. town could lose $2 billion for the year if they don't have home games. Without at least 500000 from our game, right? I mean, they need <laughs> so, us well, to come they, there. They get a million and a half back because they, Bama wasn't having to pay for it. You know, maybe Bama could just, like, you know, write up a check to all the bars and everything. <laughs> I don't know. But, uh, they probably yeah. do. How, Ryan, how, how bad – are you wait or do you want sports to come back? You mean football? I, college, I, mean, football. I know that college football is really, I know, I know college football and football in general is really your, your main stake. So yeah, no, I mean, I, I always look forward to football season and it's no different this year than it was any other year. I'm, I'm super psyched about like getting the season started and seeing where we can go. And uh, you know, this is, this is where I feel the, the most good about this program because traditionally I've had the highest expectations now. Right. And then, right. You know, once the season starts, they usually just. Of course, yeah. I mean, except for last year where we started off beating Tennessee. and then... I know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, Tim, how uh, wrong is Ryan for wanting to put all of these young kids into harm's way and subjecting them to a pandemic level virus? Man, this is getting scientific. I don't. Well, you know, I mean, just so you're just so we're clear, uh, the the flu is also a pandemic. It has to do with spread, not not uh, how deadly it hey, is. Hey, Ryan, you you had your chance to make your statement. I'm just throwing it out there. The little yellow box is supposed to be on uh, Tim right now. All right, Tim, go for it. How bad <laughs> the per- How bad of a human being is Ryan for the- wanting this? Not bad. I mean, obviously, scientifically, it doesn't affect younger people as much. They handle it much better. Us older folk, um, you know, we might handle as well because we might have some fun underlying conditions that, you know, we don't know about. That's otherwise I feel healthy and I feel like I'd be fine if I got it, but it wouldn't be fun. I mean, I had two friends that I know that have gotten it um, and they didn't enjoy it by any means. Do you think the hospital though? So. Do you think maybe the NCAA should like grant extra points per game based on how many uh, playing players have like a handicap in golf? COVID. That's know? absurd. That's absurd because because Bama's going to have a bunch of them when we play them. So yeah, well, we actually uh, there's one thing I put down here. I didn't have much to talk about it other than the fact that a lot of schools announced uh, a lot of players. I don't think they specified football specifically. Just said like athletes. Like Clemson had over two dozen, or right, right there at it. Um, uh, several other schools. I mean, I started writing them down, but then it got pointless because there were so many of them that were announcing it. Uh, Southern was one of the schools that announced some athletes with uh, t- tested positive. I don't see anywhere where any Georgia State players have tested positive for it yet. I haven't seen that announced anywhere. At least not published, right? right. I, feel like, I feel like Bama. They might just get their kids um, like. They give it to them now so that they don't have it during the season. Well, they, they learned that from us. We gave them that idea a couple or several weeks ago. Yeah. But the funny thing is I would feel like that a university in an urban area like Atlanta would be a place where it's most likely that you're going to have kids contracting the virus and the, these, you know, rural, like Nowheresville school, like college towns would be the less likely case because, you know, there's nothing out there. There's less people going there, but I, 
it seems really yeah. not. <laughs> well, but then again, you know, because I was writing this stuff down again. I mean, uh, those those small areas really haven't been been very like proactive on preventing the spread. Like those are the places that are not wearing the masks or still going out and still keeping things open, still socializing. So people in rural Georgia do not care. I'll tell you that it is just a different world when you get out of Atlanta. Yeah, I feel like people OTP don't care. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I, went to, I went to my, you know, I, I, I told you guys, I went to my kid brother's uh, um, graduation. It's in Oglethorpe County. So, you know, it's, it's pretty far out there. And, um, you know, they had on the invite, like, you know, uh, masks. I thought they said they were required. And then I think on the invite, it actually said suggested. And then when we got there, there were like two people with masks, <laughs> like in the whole place. I was like, all right, well, I guess this is what we're doing. So I'm that jerk. I've not put on a mask other than when my wife made one. I, I tried it on and let her know if it fit or not. But I've not worn a mask during this whole thing, going out to get food and stuff. So I'm the bad guy. I get it. I acknowledge it. That's fine. I do it for other people. It's 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 a total respect thing. I don't actually think it does anything. So I well, mean, yeah, that's the problem. I think I, on it. So I said this before is like they the worst thing they could have done is they said that wearing a mask protects you from other people or other people from you. Right. Like, I, don't, I don't care about other people. That's fine. <laughs> so I was at the grocery store today picking up some stuff. And it was funny. I walked past this one woman and she had on her mask and I'm walking as I walk up the aisle, there's another guy coming towards me and he has his mask hanging on like on his left ear and like, but not on. And he sees me, no mask, the heathen, the horrible human being that I am. And he pulls it up and it's over his ear. But I just had a feeling about this guy. Just something rubbed me a certain way about this guy. And as I walked past him, once I got a couple of steps back, I look over and he pulls the other side down. So like he just wanted to wear the mask past me, but there's that other woman still standing there and she has her mask. So I guess he was kind of like, as long as she's not affecting me, I don't care if I'm affecting her whatsoever at all. He just didn't want to be uh, associated with me. So yeah, that's weird. I but thought I he, was, he like cleared his throat really loudly at you or something, you know? Oh, that's like a hate crime or something. Couldn't we uh, get the, the, the feds in to arrest yeah, me if that happened? Up today. <laughs> I, I, I can say that, uh, OTP softball people don't care. OTP no masks, OTP uh, softball, traveling softball people that are playing uh, now, they I definitely don't care. ITP soccer people don't care. I, the park by me, I, I've driven by a couple of times and there's people out there playing. I welcome Jody and Ryan, for uh, other Ryan, uh, to the thing as well. But yeah, uh, there, there's people that I see out there playing all the time. Which is fine. I'm fine with that. It doesn't bother me. But I don't want to get into all that too much. But I guess the the point about it is, you know, there's 130 FBS programs. There's all the FCS schools. There's there's the other sports. You're there's going to be a lot of kids testing positive. So it's not really news when 23 kids from Clemson test positive. That's it's just going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. I think you know everyone needs to just get comfortable being uncomfortable about people testing positive for COVID-19. It's going to happen, right? You read, the, you read the same article I read about something. I did. I read, a quote that I have in here. <laughs> yeah, there was a, a, an ESPN article that came out, I think it was shortly after we recorded last week, at this new pessimism on whether or not the season's going to start. And this was from a coaches and athletic directors. replied some quotes. And it was FCS coach that said people need to get comfortable with being uncomfortable so i guess where i'm coming from is mls right like they've already had players test positive do you really think when you bring a bunch of you know teenage kids back that's they're not going to get positive too i mean of course anytime you are with groups of people you will have some kind of positivity rate even kids traveling softball parents the kids it'll happen right right so it doesn't matter what you're doing. It's when you congregate with people, the chances go up that you're going to, you know, what is, positive. The, what is the level of uncomfortability we should be prepared for? Like how, like how much should we take for it? You know, should it be, I, I don't even know, like keeping these kids in this small groups up until game day that, you know, never really associate with each other. You know, should it be like, you know, the full lockdown of fans and other people getting this, like, you know, how, how uncomfortable are things going to be? How, how many people are going to test positive for this that we may or may not even let play the game? Like how uncomfortable should we get? I mean, I think probably 50% of the team will eventually contract COVID 
over time. And the other uh, half, you'll probably have middle, you'll have many events where you have pods of people like Clemson, you know, the 23 players. Well, okay, 23 of their, you know, scholarship players have now contracted it. The next set will come through in a month. Are we, are we going to get them uh, Iron Man football? Where they is that what called Iron Man football? Uh, where they play both sides of the ball? So we get the offense and the defense playing, or the same players playing on both sides. Like, all right, so we're going to quarantine the defense the next two weeks. So offense, you got to play both sides of the ball. I'm telling you, we just need to infect everyone with COVID right now. Let them get over it, and then we're done. Yeah, beat everybody. It's a chicken pox party. Get all the kids together. That's like, right. I mean, That's it's a very common thing. You act like I'm an evil guy, but like this is what people used to do. I mean, it, it could be a huge rager too. Like you know, and like uh, relax the uh, drinking age for two weeks. Everybody just <laughs> makes out with each other. Exactly. Awesome. Yeah, I think I think it's a great idea, Ryan. I'm I'm all on board for that one. <laughs> <laughs> but overall, would you wear a mask to go to Georgia State football this fall? Uh, no. And if they require it, I'm not yeah, sure. It's required. If it's required, required, I'd do it. I'd do it. Well, here's here's my trick for it. If it's required, I will wear that mask, and then I will drink consistently throughout the full four this- hours of that game. I, I'll just pee right there in my seat so I don't have to get up, and there will be never a reason for me to wear a mask. You'll never put your beard down. You just keep it up all game. <laughs> exactly. Just on your mouth? Yeah. Like, was it my that- beer is my mask. Yeah, like the, the, the XFL had that like a uh, uh, beer cup snake thing of like, the empties that were going up uh, rows, aisles, and aisles of uh, of seats. I just need that with actual like beer cans, just like piled on, so I can just keep drinking the entire time. That sounds safe. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, like, no, no, seriously. Georgia State requires a mask. Uh, or. I, I guess I guess I'll go wear a mask. My wife makes me a Georgia State mask, and I wear it. So I have a blue mask already. People know me well enough. That's what I ended up getting. As I a- have a hard time communicating with people that are wearing masks. I don't know if my hearing's just bad or I oh. really rely on that visualization of their lips and stuff. I think that happens to all of us. Yeah, because you've just gotten used to like also looking at the like signals of people's mouths and that like gives off a little something else. And, and then like in the South, we, we like walk by people, we smile, we wave, you know, like you don't get that smile anymore. I mean, you might have been. I've been doing the, the Statesboro smile when I walk past people. Like I, I smile without opening my mouth so they can't see my either uh, meth out <laughs> mouth or my just lack of teeth from poor hygiene of being a South Georgia piece of garbage. Wow. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Jesus. All right. I don't know. Yeah, there's nothing else to add to that, man. You you handled it. Oh, I, I do what I can. So you begrudgingly wear a mask is what you're saying. I would do it, but I mean, I'm going to drink and eat during the game yeah. and uh, I'm not going to wear a mask while I'm drinking and eating or, or I'll be that guy by the end of the game. that's like the entire mask is just like covered <laughs> in beer. Cause I've been like just pouring it like the drunk kids at their Halloween parties where they wear their Deadpool costume, but don't want to take off the mask to drink. And they just like splash the beer all over themselves. You can just, right. does that happen? I've not seen that. I don't know. I haven't gone to a, uh, a Halloween party with college kids since Deadpool's been popular. So. No, but I mean like Dragon Con. <laughs> yeah, I'm not looking at the Deadpools. <laughs> fair, fair, fair. All right. Ryan, Ryan also said um, you with the urinary catheter. Yeah. Well, no, I just said I'd, I'd pee all over the He floor. just pee right all yeah. over himself or all the seats. Yeah, exactly. I believe it. Exactly. So, no worries there. <sighs> we got a little off my my track of things here. Um, we knew it would happen. You gave me the list, and I was like, "Man, that sounds like enough." And you were like, "I don't know how long we'll talk about each thing. Like, we'll figure it out." <laughs> well, one of we got, the, we got no problems. <laughs> well, one of the uh, that same article, the ESPN article, um, when the athletic director said that he's less convinced this week that games are going to happen than he was a week or two ago. Um, Tim, do you are we? Do you feel any better? And I, I know I just talked about how I don't want people to say we're definitely having a, like, has the climate changed so much that you feel any less chance of everything getting started? No, I think it's just people are reacting to the positives of mm-hmm. players and freaking out that, oh my God, people are going to test positive and we can't play football. And people It'll, want to be negative. People want to be negative right. about the whole thing. It's it's so much more fun to talk about how it's not going to happen versus it. It, it happening and I'm like talking about it happening is we so much more fun because then we can talk about urinary catheters and everything. Which, well, we can actually talk about football, you know. I mean, yeah. 
<laughs> oh yeah, we could talk about football too. That'd be great as well. That'd be fun. You don't have any of that on on your schedule though, on your agenda, do you? Any football? Uh, no. This is it, man. <laughs> uh, no, uh, I wanted to mention one thing. Talk talk about everything coming back was some big news came out today. We knew it was coming, but Major League Baseball is back. We have a plan. Uh, players report. That was like weeks ago. No, well, it was. Uh, owners putting a plan out there and players unions voting it down Got and, it. and uh, the pl- owners going back to trying to get some, but I guess th- I didn't look into all the details of how we got to where we are, but finally the commissioner said, this is what we're doing. There's gonna be 60 games. Spring training starts July 1st. And I think it's July 24th. The games start getting played and I did not see the details. I'm assuming things are going to be played in home stadiums, but maybe it's at practice facilities in Florida and everything. I don't know. Um, I'm excited about fewer games. I'll pay attention. I feel like I want to pay attention. I want to make this a success so it happens again. Well, the thing that they're talking about doing, and I don't know if this is still happening, but one of the plans they had was because they were talking about playing uh, cross-league games, uh, interleague games for like the regular season that they were going to institute designated hitter through all of baseball this season. Like every game will have a designated hitter. Tim, I Ryan, I know you're not a huge baseball fan. So Tim, um, I know you're not a huge baseball fan, but Ryan, no, hate, so I hate designated hitter. Get rid of it. I agree. Eliminate the whole thing. Pitchers hit a damn ball, you know, yes. that's somebody else gets to hit it. And then you get to get on base. Uh, no, you don't get it. No, the, the hitter actually runs the base and everything. Oh, so you just, you just, you're not very good at hitting at all or running. And so they're like, well, we'll just put a designated one in there. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. And you can yeah, do one, one, one per team or? Well, yeah, well it's one, one position. It's the pitcher's position. Right. Right. Okay. Just, right. Yeah. Right. No, no, no. If they want to go with like the, the whole like ghost man type, not ghost man, but like the, the, the pinch hitter type idea that Ryan has. So if we can actually have a hitter get up to base and that, pansy pitcher stand next to him and run once the ball is hit yes i'd be all for that that'd be hilarious like, like let this guy see like you know let us all see this guy is too scared to hit a ball you know well i would i would, I would uh maybe not set him up next to him but like if you get a single then then the pitcher has to be on on first base no no he's sitting he's standing there right next to the ump and all right, well, that's just, what I had imagined. But, you know, I like your version, too. It works. That, that, that's a way better way of doing it. You know, because the whole designated hitter thing, it, it doesn't teach kids good good morals and values, you know? It's like, <laughs> if you're going to be able to dish it, if you're going to be able to pitch the ball, if you're going to be able to dish it, you should be able to take it. You should be able to hit but, a ball. But, like, you know? on, on in, in, like, football, right? Like, you have a quarterback, but, like, they're not forced to play defense. And you have like a linebacker, and they're not forced to play offense. Yeah, but we have a lot of uh, quarterbacks that end up catching a ball and running in for a touchdown. We don't we have, have a lot Tom of Brady, those. but we do not have a lot of those. That it barely happens. happens ever. No, but you you have those kind of things. But no, but it's a, but football's already it's different. the same they're, side of the ball, right? Like so, it's 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 an offensive player that's playing defense, or a defensive player who's playing offense, because pitcher is a defensive position. Well, football's already different because you have an established right. offense, defense, and special teams. Whereas baseball, the same nine guys that go out there to field a ball have to go up, go up to the base and or the plate and hit a ball. So it's right. a different, right. a different thing. It's it's like saying in in college or in, in basketball in general that uh, whenever you're on one end of the court trying to shoot the ball <laughs> and they miss it, the one guy has to like run to the bench really quickly, and the other guy has to jump up to play defense. Like it's. Yeah. It's totally stupid. It's, it's well. There's a reason I didn't pick basketball as my as my counter argument. So, <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, you could have done like hockey because those guys switch out all the freaking time. So, well, that's because they're all they getting kicked out of the game for 15 minutes at a time or whatever. Because ice skating is hard. It's very difficult. I think those figure skaters actually stay on the ice longer than an NHL hockey player does. Wow. Wow. I had no idea. I made I that up. I've never heard no anyone make the argument so about like hockey players not not like being i don't know that's I mean, they're not they're not athletes at all they're just like uh boxers. yeah there, there's where i was going they're boxers thank you, for, thank you for picking up what i was putting down they're boxers on skates is all they are so <laughs> boxers on rails and boxers what are they <laughs> well boxing's fun if like you watch the highlight reels yeah 
but boxing like watching like a long drawn out fight that's just yeah and then the mixed martial arts is even worse it's that's- it's it's very um it's very homoerotic uh the mixed martial arts the, uh, boxing is not so much but the like mixed martial arts definitely is and it, it's like they grapple a whole bunch until somebody gets like one good hit and then it's yeah. done and you're like what what did i just watch why was yeah, that exciting I had an old roommate back when MMA was, it was, it was bigger, I guess. It had gotten big, but it still wasn't like, I mean, it's, it's mainstream now, I would say, but it wasn't yeah, mainstream yeah. back then. But he would, so this is how long ago, he would rent the Blockbuster DVDs of like the best knockouts or best fights, whatever. And so I would watch those with him and I'm like, wow, this is awesome. These are guys going toe to toe, just like slugging each other out or kicking each other. I mean, this is, this is brutal. This is awesome. This is like the last 30 minutes of every Rocky movie. I love it. And then, so he's like, all right, there's a fight this week. You can go to this bar and watch it. I'm like, yeah, I'm into this. And yeah, it was just a bunch of guys laying, a bunch of sweaty guys laying on the ground, like, you know, hugging each other, which I'm like, yeah, I mean, that's not bad if you're into it, but that's not what I was going for. You mean wrestling, right? I mean, (laughs) I mean, oil them up or something. Yeah, Yeah, right. String instead of the, you know. Definitely not an MMA fan. Sorry. Yeah. No, no. I mean, I, I enjoy, I, I can enjoy a good fight, but no, it, there's too much of the, just the, the roll on the ground. Cause it's not the, the, the homoerotics. I don't care about that kind of stuff. It's just not entertaining. It's just two guys laying on the ground, like, you know, trying to get a kidney punch in or a, a rib punch and whatever. Back to college football. Uh, just before we started, we came on to this, uh, the American conference announced their rules for the bands the season. So I don't know if any of you guys saw that. I barely saw band rules. Yeah, the marching band. So the marching bands pretty much are going to be a very insignificant part of the game. It sounds like they're not going to do like the pregame or the um, halftime marches and everything. Their bands are going to be limited in size, probably much smaller than what they normally are. Uh, they'll be socially distanced when they sit in the stands to play. Uh, away bands will not be allowed. Uh, a lot of the spirit squads will not be allowed on the field. Stuff like that. So they, wait, so they don't have football figured out, but they have band figured out. Baby steps, Tim. Baby steps. <laughs> Let's focus on that band. They're the ones you got to take care of first. Well, right? but think about it, though. If you're not going to have fans in the stands, the band may be the only like sideline noise you have. So then you can space them out and have all of them. Right. We but it's weird that at least Georgia State Stadium, I, I would assume it's the same way to other stadiums, but Georgia State Stadium, they actually built out the bleachers for the band section to be specific for them to be able to hold their instruments, like the larger brass instruments and stuff like that. So if you start spreading them out too much, I don't know. Can you even hear a, a flutist that's like uh, three sections away from you or something? I have no idea. Can you hear a flute when you're actually on the field from a band? Yes. Do they have flutes? They have clarinets and stuff like that. Does it really add anything? Is it really just the tubas and the trombones that really make the noise? That's it. That's all you can the hear. Trum- oh, drums, so drums, drums. Definitely percussion. Drum. Yeah. <laughs> Drum, drums and trumpets. All no, but I think it kind of makes sense. The spirit squads not being there because you're really going to have a bunch of cheerleaders, like you know, holding up signs saying like you know, "Go Panthers!" And there's like no fans in the stands, whatever <laughs> at all. Yeah. It'd be kind of pointless. Part of the game. <laughs> I mean, I, I actually turned on, an, uh, I don't know what match it was, some soccer match from somewhere in the world, and they had all, like, the chants pumped in. It was actually kind of cool, even though there were zero people in the stands. So I won't, you know, I mean, I guess if they're, you know, I don't know what the Sun Belt's going to do, but if they don't allow bands at all, hopefully they can record what they want to play, and then they can have all these. That would be cool. Yeah, that'd be yeah. nice. The Sun Belt's going to do absolutely nothing innovative <laughs> whatsoever at all. They're going to follow along with whatever the the SEC or other power – probably SEC. If they can afford to do what the SEC does, they're going to do that. Which maybe this is a time for us to be innovative and, like, you know, get, like, ludicrous up there, like, spinning records and rapping during the game. And then, you know, Georgia Southern can just have, like, some sheep getting ravished or something. Whatever, whatever, whatever gets the guys going. Whatever. I thought it was App State. I don't know. Oh boy. Well, they're goats. I, I was. I was. Oh uh, yeah, they are goats. I was very specifically by Georgia Southern fans to not make fun of Southern fans for being goat. Well, no, you got to. That's all I say, and I'm like, oh, so cousin, reason to do it. Day. Not because you don't do it, but because that's what App State is known for. Well, that's App State, but Georgia Southern, you call it Cousins Day, you and, and you give a free ticket to everyone's cousin, and then you don't have to bring the entertainment because they entertain each other. <laughs> 
What happens when you bring the wrong cousin or bring like you know why'd you bring her? I thought you were with me. <laughs> That's southern drama, man. It is southern drama. And I guess you know I understand the AAC obviously not having the halftime show. I mean, if there's gonna be no fans there anyway, who cares, right? I, mean, I guess yeah. Although it kind of be nice for them to play. I don't know. I mean, they could, our entire band could probably socially distance my entire field and just well, play a show, it, not march, right? Yeah. Is it is it not this year? Is it? Or could they just do like a big square and keep moving everyone around? Oh, do like uh, the old uh, uh, snake game or nibbles game? Like a snake game, yeah. yeah. That'd be great. I like that. Yeah, I'm down. No. Uh, is it this year or is it next year that the Georgia State Marching Band's performing in the Rose Bowl Parade? Mm, I don't next remember. Next year. Next year? 2021, I think. But, but yeah. I think they build up for that for a couple of years to get the band even larger. Right. To handle that. So it kind of stinks to start building a band up larger and then have a third of the band sitting in their dorms or at home. Not before next year. 2021. Yeah. Okay, good. Right, okay. Don't want to be in this year's Rose Bowl. <laughs> what the only one, apparently. So, uh, let's see what else we get. Uh, so, Vegas came out, with, or, or at least one Vegas book uh, came out with their odds on which team will win the Sun Belt uh, Football Championship. We will. It's us, right? Uh, you can put money on that. How much money are you putting on that? Who, who, who else is putting up money? A dollar. Uh, would, a dollar. You, would you put money down on this sports book that say Appalachian State wins the Sun Belt? Mm, yeah. Yeah, I probably would. Then you are fools because it pays negative dollars. What the Damn. If, if I know how to read sports stuff at all, which I probably don't, sports book stuff at all, I think for every $6 you put down, you, you get $5 back, so you lose a dollar on it. It's uh-huh. five to six odds. I don't want to lose money. They don't have App State winning? No, that's that's what they're basically saying is they're kind of guaranteeing. They're saying if you're going to put money down on App State, you're going to owe us money because oh, I see. we think they're going to win. No, well, I'm not interested in betting them. <laughs> um, where are we in this list? We come in one, pretty low. Three, four, one, two, three, four, five, sixth. Sixth. And just like every ranking metric out there, we are next right, right beside Georgia Southern. They're fifth in the, the chance they're – they're 16 to one and we are 25 to one. So if I know what I'm talking about, which I don't, you put a hundred bucks on Georgia state and we win the championship, you get $2,500. I bet that hurts their feelings a lot more than it hurts our feelings. Right. Well, not, why do you think it hurts their feelings? Cause they think yeah. that they're number one. Oh yeah. Right. We yeah. know where, like we know that we are uh, like not number one. We have a realistic view of our, of our season it's going to be a good season if we like if we did that that'd be amazing but like oh, of course yeah that'd be our best season ever yeah. know, they got app state first louisiana second which makes sense which fares uh in arkansas state arkansas, third yeah. uh troy fourth okay and then southern fifth so that i think that makes sense but troy i thought for like the last two years hasn't been like great right no they, they haven't been great but they've been so they've not been great <laughs> fair enough <laughs> but yeah so uh do you guys gamble or have you guys gambled on sports uh, games? I, I don't like putting money on stuff I, I don't feel comfortable with it how about you tim um you know what i had fun kind of learning and playing craps in vegas last time it was a good time no i meant you can i meant I'm just gambling on sports no i don't do it well that's not true i take so, that back yeah, there's all this. I don't do it a lot. So you you have done it? Yeah. <laughs> Didn't go well for you, I take it. No. <laughs> well, so if there was a sports book, <laughs> like there's there's talk of Atlanta or Georgia getting casino one or two casinos. If there was a sports book in Atlanta, would you find yourself putting money on uh, on Georgia State or Falcons or other games? Yeah, I would. Well, we have. I to- think I would go. We've traditionally covered the spread pretty well. I mean, I think last season we is was our poorest season yet in regards to that. But right. people um, people like to think that we're going to suck worse than we do. Well, our history has been that we suck pretty bad, but they always give us they, – they, they'll, they'll say it's a three-touchdown loss when it's only like a two-touchdown and a field goal loss. That's, that's right. So traditionally we do pretty well against the spread, though. Well, you know? Something like this, though, like, you know, 
if there was a 25 to one odds on Drew State winning the, uh, the conference championship, we had a sports book here in Atlanta. I'd walk down there, put a hundred bucks. And then yeah. by, by the time the season's over at hundred dollars, I don't even, I don't remember that money anymore. And if at the end of the season, I'm getting $2,500. That's, that's all right. Remember that. Yeah, for sure. But um, I know there's like online sports gambling you can do. I've looked at it a few times and I am not smart enough to figure that out. Uh, every website I go to says, it's not allowed in your area, even though I have friends that do it every week. Yeah, I feel like you probably should just not talk about this in a public uh, public place right now. Uh, probably not. Or whatever. I mean, I'm not doing it. So I'm apparently I'm trying. I'm trying to do it. I don't know enough about how to do it to make it work. Look, you and me, we'll talk offline about whatever. About all your gambling problems, David. I would have a serious gambling problem if we had a casino in Atlanta. I would be down there way too much. Especially if it was like here in downtown Atlanta, I would be there way too often. They uh, they put it, Go watch. They put, it, they put it in a resolution today. I don't know if it passed, but uh, it would be a it would be on the ballot in November if it passes. Really, yeah. I like it. Oh wow! I yeah. I had no idea that was getting that kind of uh, thing on there. So, yeah. uh, there was one thing that I noticed on this uh, tweet about the sports book stuff, whatever the only real responses to it. Cause when you ever see a tweet about anything Sunbelt, there's not a lot of responses, but what we got was mostly people. It was Brett McMurphy that posted it out there and it was half the people talking about how smart he was referring to Ooh la la as Louisiana and the other half saying that it's Lafayette, not Ooh la la. Like that's, that's their big, like, the real GSU thing. Like they have to argue about it on every single issue, but they're arguing with themselves because there's nobody else. Or I guess maybe it's not themselves. It's them versus the world. The world says you're Lafayette and they say they're Louisiana. And (laughs) somebody posts like their style guide or their trademark stuff, whatever. And it's like the name of the school is Louisiana Lafayette, but their athletic name is Louisiana Raging Cajuns, which can be abbreviated to Louisiana. No. That's too hard to remember. I just go with la la. Yeah, i never any well, they want it too much, so I'll never give them credit for it. You know, you're Lafayette. Own it. I mean, only because I don't respect them. <laughs> also true. Like I said, I don't I don't want to give them credit for anything whatsoever at all. Yeah, if I had more respect for them, I'd probably just call them Louisiana. But Ulala is perfect, so you just do it. It's like yeah. happy, right? I mean, and you know, people, they don't get offended when you say happy. Nobody gets offended by that. They like it. I think happy gets offended. offended by that, actually. I don't think App State people get get offended by that. If you're an, uh, you are a fan of App State Athletics, you should not get offended by anything. Your life is <laughs> that's good. Right. People, people could call Nothing you, can offend you. They could call you crappy state all day long, and all you're doing is laughing, looking at them yeah. like, they hear a Georgia State fan say "Happy," and they're like, "Tell me about icing kickers. Let's talk about that." <laughs> exactly, exactly. So Happy's got no, no reason to complain about whatever anybody calls, and they can go ahead and point to their championships and their records. Uh, I, I didn't write it down to uh, to bring up today, but uh, I think it's on the the Sun Belt message board. Someone put together like the most lopsided conference uh, uh, matchups. And we're I, in there for sure. Yeah, and I, I think there's only like five of them, and three of them were App State. It's like App State is six and zero over Georgia State. They're six and zero over uh, USA, and they're eight and zero over Louisiana Lafayette. And wow. Then, and I think Southern was one of them, and then there was another. I think maybe Louisiana off of USA or something like that. But yeah, like uh, App State has just come into the Sun Belt and controlled it. Like it's, they've got no reason. Nobody can say any, nobody in the Sun Belt can say anything to an App State fan and that App State fan legitimately have a reason to get offended by it. Yeah. Their transition has been ridiculous. I, I just yeah. don't even understand how they did what they did. Like, well, they're you know, obviously were cheating. They're obviously. Right. We just haven't figured it out yet. They got, NCAA Belichick, will on, get they got, they got Belichick we, on staff. If we were allowed, if we had the, the, the balls to cheat the way they did, then we'd be doing just as well. But we're we're an upstanding, honest university with moral we've character. Magnanimity, magnanimity, whatever, yeah. <laughs> whatever it is that Curry used to I say. I know what you're saying. Yeah, you got it, big guy. Magnanimous. Yeah. Mag- 
<laughs> Actually, I didn't think of it. <laughs> oh, yeah, so we yeah, can, I, I can't. I'll I'll let Ryan not say it right. So we can agree that Ulala is um is what that school is called. Uh, App State uh, sucks, and that's it. Magnanimous. Right? That's it, right? Magnanimous. Yeah. Yeah, but I was trying to change it. I was trying to like convert it to oh, uh, like yeah. All right. Add some letters, switch it around. All right. Ryan says that uh, if you can hear the flute, you've not drinking enough beer. So, all right. I think I, th- I think if you can hear the flute, then it's a Georgia State game where there's not enough fans in the stands. And <laughs> you can hear the flutes at Georgia State games. Well, and John story. says we just need to ask our athletic director how App, App State transitioned so well. You would think that. <laughs> can you copy that? Good, good, yeah. <laughs> like Charlie, do you have any idea job. what they're doing up there? Do you, do you have any I, any clue of you any insight into what App State does? And like half our athletic department is App State people. Charlie, what are you doing wrong this time that you did right last time? Send your people to Georgia State, and then you can be a champion. I guess is what it is. <laughs> Maybe this is the whole deal. Maybe they're all uh, double agents. They were sent here to make us back. They knew that otherwise we'd, we'd be champions. And so like, all right, now we're going to send Charlie and the rest of the app crew down to Atlanta and they'll just like screw over the program and we'll continue. We'll be off. Play. Exactly. No, I don't think that at all. Charlie's an I. All right. Yeah. He's been cool. Yeah. So, uh, the state of the Panthers though, man, it's so good. I cannot help but read every single one from start to finish. Yeah, so tell us about this one that came out this yeah. uh, month well, here. Well, I opened it, and it said, Dear Panther Fan or something. It might not have even said that. And then I stopped reading because, well, it was boring. So <laughs> there's that. It started off with, uh, full disclosure, this was a part of this letter is what I sent out to our staff amongst the uh, current situation in our, in our country. And I read it, and I'm pretty sure that from the point that he said that to the last sentence, it was exactly what he sent out to the staff. There was nothing talking about the state of the Panthers. It was just how much, you know, how important it is for the community to be supportive of all the players and all the people, despite race and religion and all that kind of stuff and everything. It was not a state of the Panthers. All right. Not really. We didn't learn anything about the Panthers in this one, but – Next time, it's just well. Hey, oh, I guys, feel like you know, you're still here. You guys make fun of me for not reading it, and then you talk about how none of them are ever about the state of the Panthers. No, that's not true. I think they they are, but it's it's too much. There's no reason for one to go out every single month. All right, especially especially during uh, off season, especially in the summer during a pandemic. Right. You know, I, I think that you know a, a quarterly state of the Panthers would, would be fine, or. Something I know that they're just trying to engage fans and get them interested, but there's there's just not enough going on. Even if there wasn't the pandemic right now, there's just not enough going on to really yeah. get super excited about it. If you did it, summer sports, yay! Well, no, but even then, it's like you know, all right, we're in the middle of the season, and like you know, we're doing good. Cool, come back to me when you actually have a championship or something to talk about. Oh, wow! No, yeah, I'm just dropping the gauntlet. <laughs> No, because we, we do this every single week. So I'm, I'm giving crap about somebody doing something monthly when we do this every single week. That's true. But, but we are a fan thing, and they are you know a marketing arm, a developmental arm of the whole thing. So my point is, I'm not saying not to do it every month, but I'm not surprised that there's not a lot to talk about every month. So. Fair. You can always do like a special edition if there is something to talk about. I mean... You could go to like Corley, and then if there's something special, like I don't know, we beat Tennessee, you or, can then release an edition or a special edition. Maybe this, the State of the Panthers ends up being an annual thing, and then the athletic director sends out an update about the programs as it makes sense. You know, it doesn't, it doesn't have to be called State of the Panthers every single month. Sounds like a good idea for a big party, the State of the Panthers, right? Have it at the stadium. Yeah, like yeah. State of Atlanta. I'm all about it. Yeah, I'm all for it, you know. Uh, so another thing I want to talk about. So one of the things that we have, you know, in the pipeline, I don't, know, I don't know how far down the road is an indoor practice facility, which honestly, when I heard that was in the conversation a couple of years ago, I'm like, 
really? Like that's something we want. We need an indoor practice facility considering the state of our program. I know that like, well, UGA Mark Richt was like, you know, bemoaning not having an, an indoor practice facility for so long. It's a hard word to say when you've been drinking indoor practice facility <laughs> for so long. And I'm like, wow, we're actually wanting to pull those together. But uh, we saw that in the Summerhill video. They had it on there, the little fly through rendering. Uh, but Memphis just released or uh, opened up their indoor practice facility. It was pretty sharp. It was pretty you know, nice, big old warehouse with a football field inside of it. And it was only $11.2 million. I feel oh like that's not a lot of money. <clears throat> I think the I was, in Georgia and, and what they said at UGA is it's like quite an investment for just not a lot of gain, right? Like there's not a lot of terrible days that in, in Georgia that you can't just go practice outside. I mean, it's hot during the summer. I mean, it's, it's hot during football season for the first like quarter of it. Well, yeah, that inclusive as well, but kind of, don't you want to be conditioned for those kind of hot days and stuff? And like, I get it. If it's like a really bad thunderstorm, a hurricane coming through or whatever, you, you want to be able to practice and not lose that day. But yeah. is it that big of a deal? Really? I I don't think I don't I just don't yeah I don't think it's that big of a deal. Can we like, not just use Mercedes Benz as our indoor practice facility? <laughs> it's yeah, just it's a huge investment, right? It's I mean it's like tens of millions of dollars to get this thing done, and uh, there are better well, things. Memphis them. paid eleven point two million dollars. Well, that's what Memphis did, but we would have to, according to the plan, we'd have to tear a piece of you know a stadium. What was Turner Field <laughs> off and. And then and then build into there, right? Which I don't know what that, that so is. That, is that is that the plan? And I know that uh, Tim mentioned that in a text earlier today. So that's what would have to happen. We'd have to tear down part of the, the sure, yeah. to have the yeah. space to do that. Well, that seems like it'd be a lot more difficult. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just that's just probably, slightly. That would probably cost more money. Oh, so I mean, Ryan, Reed, Ryan Reed says that he thinks it's $9 million to tear down the right field stands. So $9 million, and then you toss it. And we would not need everything that Memphis had with there. So, like, say $10 million, maybe $9 million. So we're looking at, like, under under $20 million to do this. Like, all we need yeah, is one lottery winner. No, come on, man. That's just, like, we, what what could we spend $20 million on that is more useful? Well, that's Baseball the stadium. What is, what is the priority? Obviously, basketball is happening, or we think it's happening. I hope uh, it's happening. There's been no is, movement on that whatsoever. Is baseball whatsoever at all? Is baseball the very next priority, or is it something else? Cool. I feel like baseball I, or indoor practice facility. Baseball. No, no, no. I I think there's I think there's other like smaller projects that are between basketball and sure. baseball. I don't know what they are, but I feel like there's probably other a bunch of little stuff. I feel like baseball right. is way down the list. Well, I know they were finishing up. You know, converting the old practice facility for football for soccer, right? So I mean, that, I don't that know if work they is ongoing. Finished it? I, I, uh, is it? I jog, I jog by there every day, and uh, they have been working on that now for a little while. They've got it all set up, though. I've seen the construction workers, so they're they are that is ongoing. Well, I found I feel like Atlanta Construction finds the ability to take as long as possible to get things done because my neighborhood's kind of I've been here for two years now, and it's been under a lot of construction in that two years. And I've got houses that have been sitting there with like framing for a year and nothing else happening. Do, do we, do we have actually have a lot of construction people in Atlanta or do, are they like migrant workers? And I don't mean that like, you know, in a, um, like a, um, political kind of way. I'm like, just we have like people that come through and only do so many things at a time. It feels like it takes forever to get anything built here. <laughs> I don't know. I have no idea the answer to that. Well, it was it was not a legit question, so I wouldn't expect you to. I mean, I think we have other sports to get on on campus or close to campus. Obviously, we want to get baseball at some point, softball. We basically got to get out of Panthersville. All the sports. Well, all so we, we have so soccer's coming over. Yep. Um, which soccer has a home. Baseball has a home. Softball doesn't have a home yet. Softball has a home ish. I think it was on one of uh, Charlie Cobb's. Uh, it's like south of the stadium or something. His MS Paint rendering of where something was going to go or something. I don't know. Read a world. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, we need to get all the sports out of Panthersville, period. 
And it's going to happen. So what do we do with that property once we're done with it? Can we like turn that into the next uh, Atlantic station, a big development that won't succeed? Oh. I wouldn't, you're leading that with a no? <laughs> well, it's like swamp land. <laughs> I don't think you can do anything with it at all. <laughs> Just a big park. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, all right. Well, I think it's, we're kind of pretty good so far. There's one update I wanted to go ahead and talk about uh, for Ryan's sake is uh, Scott Stoiber continues to update us on his ranking. Of Does he have 11 followers now? No, he's still 10. No. <laughs> oh holding God, strong. <laughs> he's still 10. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, uh, that's all I had to say was that he's still at 10 followers. I think I've probably gained like 10 followers at least in the last week. Well, you're on an award-winning uh, podcast. That, well, that's true. And that's all I talk about. Yeah, and um, that award was given to us by us for being a podcast. Wait, you gave yourself an award? Because I didn't see that. I'm kind of upset now that I didn't get this award. I will tomorrow. I'll give it to you. Right, yeah, fair tomorrow. enough, fair enough. All right. Yeah, pod- podcast of the pandemic. Over talking. Ah. Yeah. So uh, there are some stuff I want to talk about. Are some stuff? There are some things. That's yeah. right, man. You're only yeah. a host. It's cool. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think we're going to close this down and go into the last call. There, Actually, unless there's anybody on Facebook that wants to say anything to us. Yeah. I mean, uh, they're not going to be quick enough on this. And there's uh, there's only, it says two people watching. I don't know. Yeah. Well, wait, I'm you're one of them, them, aren't you? Yeah. Oh, I'm, so it's so like David, are you on there? Uh, I'm on there as I save Atlanta. I don't think it counts. Uh, but wait, wait, wait to throw us under the bus on how many uh, you know, for people that are listening or watching later on. Oh, I, no, I was I was talking in hundreds. There's only two hundred people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I because it's shorthand. It's shorthand. Exactly. We might not be able to get all to, to any of the questions, so we might have to wrap this up. Yeah, uh, yeah. One thing I want to talk about in last call is Charlotte rebranded their program. Uh, new logos and uniforms and everything and I wanted to talk about it in the regular show but I don't think that my opinion will go over well in a um, last call can you share screens and stuff because I haven't seen this yeah we can see what we can do because we can figure right. out but uh, yeah I saw it 20 minutes ago and I didn't know what it was at first so that's all I'm gonna say well. anyhow so yeah thanks uh, thanks Ryan thanks Tim for uh, being here once again yeah definitely cheers guys thanks. Thanks to everyone who has uh, watched or listened to this, especially those of you that were doing it live with us on Facebook. Uh, we're going to head over to Last Call, where we'll, we will talk about uh, this episode and whatever else, Unfiltered, No Holds Barred, and this whole Charlotte rebranding, which uh, may make Georgia State's marketing department like geniuses. Um, yeah, you can find that on patreon.com slash state of Atlanta. It's free to everybody on Friday, uh, available immediately to all of our patrons. So uh, thanks, everybody, again, and uh, go Panthers. Bye, y'all. Bye. That's it for us this week. Thank you for listening. Please follow us on Twitter at State of Atlanta or on Facebook at facebook.com slash state of Atlanta. And if you enjoy what you're listening to, please rate and review us on your podcast app. Thank you very much, and go Panthers.